that's my thing is I want to make sure that there's a foundation when people come into the space and they understand that there is a huge community out there that is positive and is great. And there is money to be made. And a lot of money. We're, we're, we're just like, like you and I talked before. I mean, you got to think about computers and people used to think, oh my God, when first computers came out, I mean, they were like, oh my God, it's so bad. It's so bad. You know, oh, the dark web. Oh, it's terrible. And now look at it. The technology keeps advancing and and you also got to think of the dot-com boom era. What happened with that? So. Rain Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the award-nominated podcast, Unleash Your Supernova. I'm Nova Lorraine, your host, and I'm excited to bring you another show where storytelling comes to you at its best. I'm going to be introducing you to creatives that are doing what they love while changing the world. Through their stories, you're going to hear and learn how to be more mindful and holistic with tips and hacks on how to not to only grow in your business, but also in your life. We'll learn from these wonderful creatives from around the globe and how they've unleashed their superpowers, sharing their wisdom with you. I am so excited to have today with us a very special guest, Darcy Donovan. Hi, Darcy. Hi, Lorraine. How Nova? No, well, Nova Lorraine. <laughs> Either one works. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I was pretty much say I was pretty much like my dad always uh, calls me. Hey, hey, Donovan. <laughs> so I said, hey, Lorraine. Well, you know what? I have two Donovans in my family. That's synchronicity number one. <laughs> oh my God, really? That's amazing. I have two Donovans in my family, and that's not a common name. So, well, I got to tell you, Nova is not a common name either, and that is really, really, really pretty. And I like names that are distinctive because I don't know. To me, I think it also sets a path. Your name, kind of. I mean, that's your brand. It's your name. It's your birthright. So I appreciate that. It, it definitely, I've never met anybody named Nova. Yay. So that <laughs> should say so. And I know a lot of people. So pretty impressive. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to share your incredible and inspiring. And my jaw is still like on the ground. I'm still like picking it up in terms of all that you've accomplished. And I feel that my listeners are going to be just as inspired. So I'm just going to touch on the highlights because there's a lot that you've done through your lifetime. And then we could jump into some more details during our conversation. That sound good? Oh, I love that. That sounds wonderful. Awesome. So Darcy Donovan is an American-born film and television actress, producer, recording artist, and she has a German, Italian, and Brazilian ancestry. Born in Miami, Florida, and raised in Nashville, Darcy began her career in in the entertainment industry as a child actor and starred in numerous television commercials and eventually becoming the Miss Nashville, oh, the title, earning the title Miss Nashville, Tennessee. Darcy has appeared in roles for hit movies and television shows, including Anchorman, Modern Family, Parks and Recreation, Bones, Six Feet Under, Entourage, (laughs) just to name a few. Her work in film and television are only a few of Darcy's passions. Darcy also has a platinum record, and she is not only a musician, an actress, she also is an author, authoring the best-selling book, Darcy's Daily Dose of Inspiration. 
And not only did Darcy author and pen this book, which was guided by her her fans, but she also donated proceeds to charity. Well, Darcy is not only in the entertainment industry, she also is called the Crypto Queen. She's a very savvy entrepreneur and keeps herself busy in businesses and investments in cryptocurrency, NFTs, and the metaverse. She is the CMO of the cryptocurrency eCoin Finance. And we can find many of her interviews on the top media platforms in the space. So I'm going to just stop there because like I said, this is just a highlight of (laughs) your background and what you do. But oh my, I mean, just incredible. I can't wait to dive in to hear how you're doing all of this. And we're going to start with the first question. Why? Why are you doing all of this? And in the book, Unleash Your Supernova, the first chapter opens up with the importance of knowing our why. Because sometimes we're just doing things not even realizing, you know, why we made that decision of where we live or the job that we took or the person we decided to date or marry. And and we're just kind of going through the motions. And when we peel the onion layers, we can see if it's these decisions are for our good or not so much. So also our why is typically what drives us and gives us that North Star. So it's important to really understand that. So Darcy, what is your why? Let's start there. Well, I mean, I feel like my why is I want to make a difference in this world and lift others higher. I did have a difficult childhood growing up and people don't know what I've been through, but the people that do know what I've been through, they're like, I can't believe you haven't committed suicide. I can't believe you're as successful as you are. And to me, it's just, it's a mentality. Even though, you know, I've been betrayed in my life and I've had things happen to me personally and also in business, I've always done the best to have integrity. And I feel that that's where I'm at is we need to bring integrity into a wheelhouse of entertainment because I think everyone should strive to be their best self every day. I was very close with my grandfather. It's funny, my grandfather, he's a dead ringer for uh, James Earl Jones. Like if I meet James Earl Jones, I probably will just like have a heart attack because they're dead ringers. It's so creepy. Like it's just crazy. But my grandfather used to say, he goes, there's no luggage racks in a hearse. And, you know, you can't take things with you. So your name is everything. And that just really stuck with me because I respected him so much. And everybody loved my grandfather. He had not one enemy. I never ever in my life heard anybody speak ill. Mm. Even when my parents divorced, I mean, everybody thought he was so great. It was like, Mm. you know, so he was just an amazing man. And that always stuck with me. I mean, he was always somebody to say, you know, hey, your name is everything, Darcy. The money doesn't mean anything if your name is crap. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. So that's always stuck with me, so. I love that. Yeah, and I appreciate you sharing your why, you know, starting off with wanting to make a difference to the world and then relating that back to your journey, your personal journey as a child and how that moved into and evolved into your business and professional career. And I'm always intrigued in what allows someone to overcome really, really negative circumstances and someone not. And my background started in clinical psychology where oh, wow. once upon a time I was on my journey to become a doctor to help children and teens and young adults and 
had the epiphany that I was going to do that through my love of fashion. So mental health and well-being is still very much a big part of my why and wanting to help people have the most positive and joyful life. So I want to ask, what do you think was it? You said it's about mentality and mindset. What do you think, was this something that maybe your grandfather inspired to you or is this something that you feel was always in you or... Was there a book that you came across or a mantra or an affirmation? Like what allowed you to overcome the circumstances that you went through and then still soar? I mean, you're a rocket ship, you're a supernova, you're like you're in the stratosphere. And but it sounded as if its starting point was pretty low. What do you think was that thing or things or person or that helped you say, nope, this is just a bump in the road. I'm just gonna put on taller shoes and I'm walking right over them. I got to just say that it's definitely been, you know, my faith. Mm. I'm very spiritual. I had, you know, my mom was a devout Catholic. We talked about it, you and I, had before mm-hmm. the interview and everything. <laughs> but my dad was a devout Baptist. Mm. So that's probably why they're not together. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, they were very young. So that's why. But I was baptized in two different churches as a child. Oh, wow. I learned both of them. Like I went to Catholic school, went to, my mom put me, it was a private Catholic school. We went to church like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So, Mm. I mean, and then I got baptized in my dad's church. He was a deacon. He, I was reading the Bible and everything. And I just really feel like I don't judge anybody. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like any kind of religion, as long as it's bringing kindness and love to each other, and being a person of integrity and respectful. It's like, I don't care if you're, I have Protestant, if you're Jewish, I don't care because that's the one thing is I just really say it's my faith in God and the angels. And Mm. that's what's gotten me really through the hard times is my faith because that's, and when people tell me I can't do something too, I want to prove them wrong. That's oh, yeah, that's yeah. been my big thing. I've always been stubborn headed, <laughs> so God gave me that. Yeah, you know anything is possible because yeah, you hear stories of somebody that has an alcoholic parent or a drug addict as a parent, and it can go either way. There's a story about an alcoholic father, two sons. One son was like, I don't want to be anything like my father, and became successful. And then the other one was like, Well, you know, I don't want to be anything like my father because of my father, I am the way I am. And then the other son was an alcoholic. Mm. So it's one was successful, one wasn't. So I just feel like it's really a mentality. Yeah. That's something that to me is more powerful than anything. The mind is, I mean, when you were saying about mental issues and psychology and everything, it's really hard nowadays to have positive thoughts going through your head when every two seconds, you know, you're seeing something negative in the news. So true. Even what's out in the entertainment industry. I mean, mm-hmm. just, the, just the movies themselves. I mean, my God. Yeah. It's like, I tell people, do you want to pay? By the time you get done, let's say if you're on a date, guy <laughs> pays $100 literally to go to a movie to eat. By the time they get the popcorn and the Coke and pay for everything. And I mean, then you get through the movie and then at the ending, is you leave with this icky feeling. I mean, <laughs> movies have an impact. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I can, right. So if I can inspire people, that's what I mm-hmm. want to do. And I will. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying okay. to do. <laughs> well, you're doing it. I mean, I'm going to just pull try out of there because you're doing it. When I 
came across your story, it was initially around the cryptocurrency and the Web3 projects that you're working on. And being in that space, it was like, oh, I got to talk to her. (laughs) And the more that I learned about what you've accomplished, your background, your interests, the impact that you want to make. I mean, it's it's such a full story. And I think that's so important because individuals, there's so many of us that create this very narrow lane for ourselves and don't look to the left and don't look to the right for whatever reason, maybe fear, maybe judgment, maybe a lack of confidence, whatever it is. And they just walk in this very narrow lane and they're unhappy most of the time where you have experienced so much and and have done it at such a high level, which shows so many people that you don't have to put yourself in a box. I mean, you're the opposite of that. I'm, I'd love to just touch on the transition from, and it may not be a transition, you're clearly still in television and entertainment, but you decided to do music and not every actor chooses to now sing. And we know there's obviously many notable ones that do both, but not everyone chooses to do that. What was in you? When did you realize that you had songs that you that were in you that you wanted to bring to the world? And how did you make that transition? Well, one thing that I wanted to touch base on, you know, if you limit yourself, you're going to miss out on so many amazing things and opportunities. Mm. And so I was singing in choir and okay. when I was a child, like probably first grade, that's where we started out. Um, first grade and... I was in choir practice and then just constantly singing. <laughs> mm. And I really loved it. And yeah, I really will say the private school that I was at, they were really big into singing in the choir. And you know, I did music before acting. That's was my main. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I started out singing and I even started my own band. And okay. so I was doing all, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people go, like, they look at my resume, they're like, you know, is there anything, you've done a lot, is there nothing you haven't done? But the people don't realize it's like, I came up from a family that's like, really, I love my mother, I love my dad, but anything that I do, they're like, oh, I'm like, mom, oh, I I saved world peace, and oh, I'm meeting with the president, (laughs) and, you know, I just stopped a nuclear war from happening. Oh, that's great, honey. Well, I just got to tell you, did I tell you what the dog did today? (laughs) Marcy, I got to tell you, I bought the dog on Amazon, a cute little top. It is so cute. You should see it. You need to get one for your dog, Billy, and some pixie. I mean, that is exactly what my mother does. And I love it, but it's like anything I do. So I think that's why it's like anything I do, I'm like, it's not good enough. It's just not enough in my mind. So I'm always like, people give me the kudos and stuff. And I'm like, thank you. You know, and it means a lot. But it's just, it's so funny. It's like, I don't know. It's, it was the same way with my grandmother. And I, I will say this. My grandmother was German, full-blooded German. Uh-huh. Very blunt, brash, straight to the point. Okay. And she was, the thing was, is I was different. She would say things to me and I'm like, I'm going to show you, Grandma. And then my mom would just, my mother, and bless her heart, she's just very, I don't know. She just... I don't want to say weak-minded, but but she's she's very sensitive. So my mom's very sensitive and I'm not really sensitive. I'm just, I've been raised around boys. I was a tomboy growing up, but just not like everybody else. You know, I'd be out like in 
ruffles and lace and this big pretty dress and my hair all done up but then I'd be in the mud with the boys mm-hmm. you know getting snakes and frogs and taking them back home and one time a true story I was with my grandparents we were I went to church with them and you know when you do the offering so I would always have money they would always give me money to have in my little purse well <laughs> we're in we're in the pew and the offering comes around and so I'm putting the money I want to put the money in there and I open up my purse and then a snake jumped out it was a garter oh and you're talking this bunch of old people in there and they <laughs> I'm thinking I made some heart attacks oh, oh yes. my god they talked about it for I got in so much trouble it was you know because it, everybody was like screaming and ah, you know so but that was something Oh, I, I'm just imagining that scene. Yeah, oh I mean, I, I, yeah, I thought <laughs> my grandma's a That's hilarious. It, I'm glad I wasn't there because I would have been the one, one of the ones running and screaming. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was with my grandparents on my dad's side. So when I got back to my mom's, at my mother's mother, my grandmother, she she was like, ah, why did you do that? Why would you have a... Have a, a snake in your puss. What's wrong with you? I love the accent. I love, I love that. She sounds like so much fun. Oh, yeah. She was really like, and I got to tell you, you know, I was actually shy, very shy growing mm. up. And so when my grandmother's like brashness and her just like straightforwardness, mm. I loved it. It was something <laughs> I was, and now I have it. Now, and now I have it. I don't know what some of my people that work for me, they may go, oh, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. But I would rather people be around me and tell me the truth. I don't like a bunch of yes men. Yeah. And I say things usually that people don't want to say and Mm. they think it, but I'll just say it. I don't care. I think it's important to have someone like that around you if you aren't like that, because I showing that strength and that fearlessness to speak what's on your mind, to have your voice heard, regardless of what those around you are going to say or judge you for. And I think as we grow up, we lose our voice. Somehow we, we lose ourselves, who we are and what is it that we really want in life. And and so it's easier to stay quiet. It's easier to let things continue to come at us and then just kind of just like turn a little bit. And, and then when you are around someone like yourself that has that fearlessness that has that strength that has that authenticity but at the same time bringing that with a compassion for others so you're speaking but you're you're speaking to really inspire others around you as well as yourself and I want to transition into the work you're doing with blockchain cryptocurrency nfts and I do want to mention to our listeners, you want to absolutely follow Darcy because she has a really exciting project she's working on. It's her second book and it's an epic spiritual autobiography. So I'm sure there's some really cool stories and experiences you've had along the way that you're going to be sharing in that. But I want to transition into what you're working on now within this technology space, this emerging tech and how that ties into your love of entertainment. We touched on your background being within film and television and music and your goal to really impact others and make a difference. How does this cryptocurrency thing come in? And I say that because for individuals that are not in the space like you and I, it's very much a foreign term. 
there or there's a lot of negative news around crypto and and just they don't understand it. But so I want to know, like, what attracted you into the space and what is your vision with bringing the your background in entertainment together with emerging technologies such as cryptocurrency and blockchain? Well, I've been in, you know, Web3 for about six years now. And the very beginning, a friend of mine invested into Cardano when it was first launched and was telling me more about it. And I saw that he was doing well with his investment into the company. So I started doing my research. I invested in the company as well. And we talked about spiritualness. Well, it was interesting. There was a show on Netflix that came on and it started talking about tech blockchain technology. And it was just a very interesting television series. And then from I was just like, this has got to be some sort of fate, some sort of sign. And from that point, I began researching, investing in other blockchains, such as Tron, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and, and a lot of other ones. And over the years, I've seen this huge growth in the space and the possibilities of what it has to offer. So I've expanded my knowledge into NFTs and the metaverse as well. So from the beginning of when I got into Web3, I've been connecting companies. And I believe in the other great companies to synergize and work with each other. And I've been helping to create partnerships that's going to benefit parties in the long run. So, And then I've got my own uh, NFT project, Stardogs, that I've been working for about a year now and been doing it for many months, working with artists and my devs. Stardogs NFT, as well as films, I mean, the NFTs are going to help produce and it's going to help pave the way for women in like both Web3 space and the entertainment industry as a whole. So my 3D NFT project is tied to movies and television shows that I'm going to be producing. And so I really do want to bring what we call the alpha to the space and also to let other people know, especially with all the stuff that's happened, like with FTX and stuff that you see in the news. I mean, that there is a huge community out there and not you're seeing the bad, but that's there's so, so much good. And that's the thing that kind of makes me sad is because as an advisor, I'm on the global blockchain council and I'm assisting in setting up standards and security measures to protect people that currently are in Web3. So that's my thing is I want to make sure that there's a foundation when people come into the space and they understand that there is a huge community out there that is positive and is great. And there is money to be made. And a lot of money. We're, you know, we're right. We're, we're just like, like you and I talked before. I mean, you got to think about computers and people used to think, oh my God, when first computers came out, I mean, they were like, oh my God, it's so bad. It's so bad. You know, oh, the dark web. Oh, it's terrible. And now look at it. The technology keeps advancing. And, and you also got to think of the dot-com boom era. That's what right. happened with that. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Now I love your initiative around bridging entertainment with Web3, especially for the purpose of empowering women and creatives. As we've seen over the years and or have heard stories of how individuals have to be compromised or compromise themselves to do what they love in the arts. And that should not be a thing. It shouldn't even be a thought. And where art is such a powerful transformational tool, and for those that 
have been gifted with these talents and then brave enough to want to share them with those around them or to a larger audience, that's a really unique and special thing. So at the end of the day, when we hear a comedy skit, when we look at a beautiful painting, when we're wearing an exquisite sweater or suit or gown, or when we hear this really moving song, we're benefiting from that. And someone had to produce that. Someone had to put their energy, their soul, their imagination, their creativity into that. And it had to be good and had to be right for us to feel good after listening to it or wearing it or watching it or seeing it. And so for creatives and artists and entertainers to have to deal with not getting paid enough or being compromised in any way, shape or form, maybe through drugs or or verbal abuse or physical abuse, that is unacceptable. And if blockchain can assist on the financial sustainability side, if it can assist in empowering individuals to have a stronger voice, to be more independent with their their products and their creations, that's incredible. And to be able to recognize that and bring the two worlds together is powerful. So kudos to you. I'm super, super excited about what you're doing. It's very much in line with why I'm in the space, what I'm doing within media as well, maybe print or podcasting or television. We're, <laughs> there's so many synchronicities between your interests. And you had talked about music and I grew up in a very musical family, primarily on my dad's side. He plays instruments, he sings, all of his siblings sing and all of that. And I always joked around as a kid, if I could sing, I'd be on stage with Janet, like <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh my God, I love Janet Jackson. Uh, I've got every album that she's ever done. She's an incredible performer. Oh my God. And oh, I know I'm dating myself, but she was everything at that point, you know, when I was a little girl and I was just like, wow, she could dance and she could perform. And and so music and has act. always been, yeah, and, act, and act, and act, absolutely. Absolutely. Poetic justice. Let's go. Yes, um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so music has been a big part of my life as I was surrounded by it. And I really appreciate the impact that it has on us. And so to also hear your story, how you grew up around music and, and then to take it to that next level to actually produce an album and such a great selling album to be platinum and then authoring a book. We're both authors. And then now you work on your second book. And I want to just ask, there's two things before, because I know we're running short on time and I want to cover is, I know I sort of teased it out that you have the second book coming out and you know, those that you're listening, please follow Darcy on social so you can stay up to date with all that she's doing and her NFT drop and all that. Is there anything that you want to share with us? A little nugget, a little sneak peek into something that you're going to have in the book. And then I want to hear the inspiration behind the name of your NFT collection. And then we'll move into the last segment of the show. Perfect. Okay. Well, well, now it's going to be a series of books. Ooh. So it's going to be in people that obviously are on NDAs and confidentiality contracts. They know how big this is going to be, but I really feel like my supernatural experiences, the series of books is going to be on the scale of like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. It's going to be, you know, that, but it's a true story. And people get very intrigued by that. But 
there are things that I've experienced and others around me that are of a supernatural, spiritual, like that have seen physical, like mm. physical things. Wow. So to where it's just basically letting other people that I've had on my team that, I mean, we're right out atheists. They basically, I can't give it all away, but it's basically, it's a story that's yet been told and it's going to, I think, really change a lot of people's lives. It's going to inspire a lot Got of it. people about their spiritual journey and, you know, that there is a higher power out there and yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But there is a higher power that is watching over us. And there are other beings that are there to guide us. And, you know, mm. and that's, that's about all I could say, but that intrigued you enough. <laughs> that's a lot. I appreciate it. I really do. Really quickly, what is the inspiration behind the name of the NFT collection? Uh, the inspiration, well, I love my dogs. So mm. that I would have to say was really what inspired me is because my dogs to me are stars. Aww. And I wanted my NFT line to give people those opportunities to be in movies to be a star yeah. in their own movies. So it's like, I was like, star dogs, you know, star dogs. Yes. <laughs> and I was just kind of talking to my manager. We were kind of talking about something and he was like, well, and it's weird. It, like, I'll tell you, my mind goes a million miles an hour. It really does. Sometimes I have to slow down because my brain goes so fast and I skip over the verbiage. Yeah. So I have like ideas for movies. I have scripts that I've done. I've got books that I've yet to even do. Like I've got a yeah. health book that's just sitting in, sitting in my studio. So it's like, there's a lot of things that I always like jot down. Like probably at one in the morning, I'll just wake up. I'll start writing for two to three hours. I love and, it. So I had this idea a long time ago. So when mm. the opportunity kind of presented itself, we were kind of talking in, in a brainstorming meeting. Then I was like, wait, wait a minute. That's what we need to do. And then it just kind of evolved from there, Star Dogs. And mm. I got to tell you, man, it is, we have a meeting like every week, sometimes biweekly and with my artists or and the marketing team. And yeah. just to see what my artists are doing. I mean, they are so talented. I love it. And we're doing a 3D NFT line that nobody's done yet. It's not done. Okay. Yeah. And that's how I always do. I always push myself to do the best I can. I mean, and even with my team, I always try to make people better. I mean, I think that's just my superpower is I can make anybody better. I coach people. I'm like, mm. I'm like coach on a football. On a football. <laughs> yeah, that's my job. They call me coach D or they call me mama D in when we're in, all right, Mama D. All right, Coach D. I love it. <laughs> Mama D. Let's go, Mama D. Coach yeah, it's D. A, okay. It's not pleasant. <laughs> I tell people, if you're going to get in business, uh -huh. you're going to work with me. I'm like, there's going to be times where it's not going to be pleasant. But it's the same thing with, I tell everybody, any kind of business is like, even like a football team or like any kind yeah, of athletic you're right. team. You're going to have a yeah. coach. Yep. And the coach is the leader. And the coach is going to, he's not going to sit there and go, okay, now. Take the ball down the field. Oh, it's okay. Make sure you throw it. No, he's like, they're going to have high standards. That's right. They're going to have high standards and they're going to like basically, I mean, you're going to get yelled at. You're going to get, I mean, you know, my dad's a coach. So it's kind of like my dad is jolly guy, great guy, but my dad could scare the heck out of him. Well, I think, yeah. And I think when you're right, his voice gets to that a point and I'm just like, 
my mom could beat me with like a stick. I mean, I grew up when we got, you get beatings when you were a kid. It was just like, that was part of it. And my dad never played one hand because his voice was like thunderous God. That's all he needed. That's all he needed. Exactly. (laughs) I think to your point with striving for that highest level, the standards and and you don't settle. And that's why, I mean, it's clear with all your successes, it's clear that you don't settle and you're going for the best and you demand that from those that are around you. And I think, you know, that's part of your success. If you're surrounding yourself with individuals that are also striving for the best and being motivated and coached along the way for that. I think that's so powerful. And Nova, I got to tell you one thing, okay? Yeah. One thing I got to tell you is I can teach anybody anything. And that's what, I mean, I've had people that have been with me for 10, 12 years and I can teach anybody anything, but I cannot teach somebody respect. I can't teach them integrity. Mm. So I can't teach them honesty. So I always, that's what I look for with anybody that's going to be on my team. That is a big deal to me because I mean, for you example, if you had somebody working with you and then you couldn't trust them, I mean, do you want to work around somebody every day where you can't trust them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's so important. And I think the theme that I've heard come through our interview over and over is integrity, integrity, integrity from when you were younger, that that mindset that you had, the mentality that you had all the way, you know, now as a businesswoman, all the years through your career and part of that striving for success includes integrity. I want to make sure we get to our very last part of the show. We'll just keep this really quick. One question. I'm handing you the mic, your host. You'll ask me any question you like, and then we'll we'll wrap it up and say goodbye. <laughs> also, can I, so I can ask you anything I want? Anything you want. Okay. So what drives you every day to do what you do? Oh, that's such a good question. As you said that, like I had this like sort of like deep feeling inside. So. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a good one. And I ask myself that often because there is a lot that I do. And that's why I so much admire all that you've done. I definitely not in a box. <laughs> I love it. As well. I've tried a, a lot of different things. and But I would say what drives me is my compassion for others. And in the sense where I truly want each individual to experience their form of joy, to see what they define as their dream come true, to... That's lovely. That is so lovely. Yeah, I feel that it's such a simple concept. It's like, uh, how do you make the world a better place? And for me, it's if each of us were fulfilled, you know, if each of us were joyous, we would be more patient, more kind, more loving, more giving, more understanding to ourselves because it starts with self and to others. I also think if we could eat anything we want, not gain weight, that would be great. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> okay, let's put that out there. And get a massage every day too. <laughs> let's go. I don't think anybody would be upset anymore. Everybody would be happy. No, no, not at all. Not at all. All the dark chocolate I can eat in the world. I'm oh, good. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm good. Oh, God. And yeah, I think that's what drives me because there are days that, like you said, in business and in life, it's a roller coaster. You're going to have your highs. You're going to have your 
your lows, you're going to have your pivots as, and that's part of the journey. And that's what makes it exciting. And, but when I am feeling like, oh, when am I doing this for again? Going back to the initial part of our conversation is, well, what is your why? And my why is bigger than me. And I feel that if we are doing something that's bigger than ourselves, but also serves who we are, that's the magic. So I appreciate that question. Well, your answer was remarkable. And I've got to tell you, I mean, I appreciate you so much, Noah. You are such a beautiful soul and you have an incredible spirit. So thank you. I am deeply honored to know you. And I am honored to know you. I'm so grateful we met. And can you share with our listeners how they can stay in touch with you, follow you, become a fan follower, part of your community, kept up to breast with your NFT drop? Oh, yes, absolutely. How and where can they find you? Well, I'm on all the social networks, but if you're interested in knowing about, obviously, NFTs or anything with crypto, and I and I have newbies all the time DM me, and I always help them, and or I'll send them to somebody if they're like, hey, I want to know more about this project. So I direct everybody. So that's Twitter. So that's at Darcy Donovan. I'm on Instagram as well, at Darcy Donovan. And on my Facebook and YouTube, it's official Darcy Donovan. But, you know, you can find me pretty much Google. I always just tell people, just Google me. You'll find me. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find me. (laughs) I love it. I love the energy. Oh, my gosh. You must be so much fun to be around each and every day. Thank you. Thank you, Darcy. I really appreciate you all that you shared with our listeners today. Continue to rock it, girl, because that's what you're doing. Okay. Um, Listen, together we rise, all of us, how you're doing it and what you're doing and why you're doing it. All so powerful. Thank you again for being on Unleash Your Supernova. And of course, I may ask you back again. So just look out for that too. (laughs) (laughs) This is Nova Lorraine, your host. This is another episode of Unleash Your Supernova, the companion podcast to the book, Unleash Your Supernova. If you don't have a copy yet, what are you waiting for? It's in all your favorite bookstores online as well. You can get it directly from Amazon if that suits you. But that's Unleash Your Supernova, the book. It's a pleasure always. Thank you again for joining us for another episode. And again, thank you, Darcy Donovan. And this is your host, Nova Lorraine. Until next time.